a big fan of the music in this movie. It's poor man's John Carpenter. What? Okay, I will. It, it, I want to do a little fun fact for. Oh, okay. It, it pertains to the music. Guy was hired. He he did twelve songs and they used none of them. Really? Yeah. Holy shit, that's awesome. Well, you notice they just replayed that one, not the one we played, but the one, there was that one motif, I guess is the word, yeah, they yeah. constantly play it throughout the entire fucking mo- movie. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, un- what, what do they call it, uh, peel back the, cu- the curtain, curtain? Yeah. peel back the curtain a little on how I watch a lot of these movies, because most action movies follow this formula. The first two-thirds of the movie are talking and setting up and... And then the final third is mostly maybe a one-liner here and there, but it's mostly just explosions and chasing and all that. So right around that time, I put it into one and a half times speed or so and just plow right through it because I just need to jot down a couple details. The music of this movie is better when it's sped up. Mm-hmm. When it is slowed down yeah, at normal pace, slow. it is so not good. Bump. <sighs> It comes up bum, bum. very short, just like this episode's coming out. Bum. It's a short week, Murray. Two in one week. Yeah, that's how much we love our fans. We're never doing this again. Yeah, probably not. Uh, there's something very funny about our, our fan choices, though. Mm-hmm. What's that? You notice that these heroes... I mean, we have a lot of heroes that kind of suck. These guys kind of take the cake. We got a a, a, a child... The youngest detective in all 19. of all of all America, of yeah, all of America, yeah, you're right. It's all of America. This he's he's the Doogie Hauser of I detectives. I remember seeing him on the cover of USA Today. You, oh man, was he on People with like uh, his leather vest open? Well, he was sexiest man of the year that year, 1993. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna say must have been an off year. Mm. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. Brad Pitt was alive. He should have got it. Ah, uh, but then you have on the polar opposite end. We, we were actually talking about him earlier. Robert Ginty, who is probably only in his 40s, looks I, like I'm he's a, about 70. He's probably, yeah, I'd probably say he's probably younger. I'm probably older than Ginty was in this movie, and I would, I'd whoop his ass in a fight. I'm he looks right terrible. Now. He looks like a human basset hound. He's got like this jowly, saggy yeah. face. No bone structure on his face. It no, just sags. No fucking muscle tone at all. Well, he's always wearing that jacket. Well, you know what? Did he ever take it off? I think he did once. He's the love scene. Yeah, and he I was, think that's the he only saw, time he had like that cave, concave chest, and and it was definitely a stand-in. Yeah, you could tell because the arms actually had a little. Yeah, flag I'm and... I'm glad you're seeing things my way. Ginty fucking blows, Griff. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, that's right. I, <laughs> I, you know, you're sensitive, Murray. You you you're old. You're commodity. You're always complaining about everything. The, the sun's too high these days, the cloud's too low, the they rain are. too cold and wet. I'm like, Murray, you complain about everything. So when you were complaining about Ginty, because I saw the posters and shit for Exterminator, yeah. and Steve James is in the first movie, mm-hmm. so I was like, no, we got to watch this. Steve James! And you were like, Robert Ginty <laughs> is a no. Yeah. So I start- He's on my no list, like... Like there's like porn stars, they have a no list of guys they won't fuck. <laughs> I have a list of guys we won't watch. And Ginty's 
There you go, fans. Unfortunately, here. there's at least two more guillotine movies we're going to have to do just because the co-stars are so amazing. Yeah. But we're going to gonna. But there you go, team. fans. Murray put his own prejudice aside <laughs> to do this. Yes. And, again, we're doing two in one <laughs> week. This is – we we bust our ass to get all these <laughs> facts together and – yeah. All the history. We called Ginty a hundred times. He didn't answer well, once. Well, he's dead. That's why. Oh, shit. Really? And I'm kind of bummed because I, I left if he wasn't dead, of... I'd wish death on him because he sucks. I wish I knew that before I left the voicemails. <laughs> well, don't worry. Now you're not going to, like, the government's going to look into you. He's already dead. You can, you, you can threaten to kill a dead person. It's okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> I do it with, like, Richard Nixon all the time. Well, that's good. Yeah. But I will have you know, it didn't take long after watching this movie to realize he is a rug of a human. He's not good. He like, treats people like a rug. He walks all over them. He's got all the greatest friends, and he just shits all over them. He does. Yeah, he kind of does. Yeah. Like, so, I, he like walks around with this entitled, smug look on his face all the time. He's got like this basset hound hypnotism to him where people are just like, he's so adorable with those dangly ears and, and he cheeks. Feel, he feel bad like, for him. Yeah, like he says he's going to go out and murder this whole gang. I guess I'll help him, even if it means my own life. <laughs> you know, I'll go help him. Yeah. He is the worst. Yeah, so, so I'm glad you're seeing things my way for a change. He I, fucking blows. I'm gonna, I hate the fact that we're going to have to do at least two more of his movies, but we we already we already made a commitment. Come hell or high water, we're doing every Steve James movie. Some of the uh, comments I saw on the first movie was that the uh, or the second movie is that the first movie was more violent, though. That's what I hear too. So at least it might be a little more entertaining because this one. It's, it's, well, it, I will say I don't I didn't hate the movie. No, it was a fun movie. I hated Ginty. I mean, it was a nice, tight 90 minutes. For the most part, except for that like, long extended end scene, it moved a pretty brisk clip. You know, there wasn't a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, I think it was a longer movie. I, I have a feeling Menachem's hands were on this. He was just like, oh, yeah, 90 minutes, fuck this shit. And he just shot because we'll go into it later. There's uh, the whole ending. The original ending was totally different. When we get to the ending, we'll explain to you what ha- was supposed yeah. to happen. But th- 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 again, th- it's been a while. We haven't done a Golden Globus movie in a long time. Was it, has it been long? I don't know about long, but it's uh, been a while. It's been a few weeks. It's yeah. got it, yeah. So th- this fits so many uh, uh, seat holes, yeah, you know, check, check marks, marks, whatever. Yeah, it got it got a lot of marks. So we were just like, let's do it. Well, double, hey, like we week. said, this week was for you guys, and a lot of people were. And this was number two. It was it got. I mean, King of the Kickboxers was, was way ahead in the beginning, and this was making. If, if I put up the uh, the poll for an extra week, I bet it might have might have overtaken King of the Kickboxers. Oh, wow, you think so? You think it was, it was moving its way up? You you think the uh, the exterminate voters are a little aloof kind of like ginty maybe just kind of slow to the uh, hit in the yeah. twitter checks they probably waited to the last minute and then when they got there, like oh fuck it was yeah. already over with well shit they're probably trying to find a garbage kind of like ginty shows up house. when you at least need them you know well, you really at need least he around. shows up when fighting still happen on like chuck well yeah well chuck, chuck three chuck, days later chuck gets away with it because he's just a 
comic relief. He's side a rascal. He's a rascal. He is a I rascal. Lo- I love that. You want to pinch his cheeks, dude? I want to look up more movies Chuck's in and hope he's been hope, in a shitload. I know. Of them. Never, I don't think he's ever starred in any of them. We're That's talking about Chuck from Mr. No Legs, Mr. No Legs, who also happened to be featured in last week's movie. Yes. Well, featured and, is a strong yeah, he was cameo, in it, and he did a great job. It was a cameo. Yes. Hey there, gun and badge. <laughs> All no, right. he's like, here, take a gun. He didn't, yeah. he didn't ask for one. He said, take a gun, please. You need, you need to murder people we with We can explain break. it better. We, we know how to explain when cops kill people with guns. We don't know about kung fu. Yeah. So, uh, trailer time? Oh, if we must, yeah. Let's get, let's get this over with. All right. So, let's cut it to 1984, the sequel to the great, I'm guessing, we haven't seen Exterminator. Robert Ginty in Exterminator 2. New York City. Robert Ginty cleaned up the streets in Exterminator 1. And the city has been quiet. Until now. Just like any good vigilante movie, we open up. We got a man just hanging out with his police scanner. Right. Well, you don't see his face. You just see him. It's like mysterious. You just see this yeah. bed. It's, it's like probably a one-bedroom apartment, probably $3,000 a month in New York. Oof. And, yeah. Well, uh, it's Brooklyn in the 80s, so it was probably pretty cheap. It's probably a flop house. It's yeah. probably one of those rent-by-the-hour type places. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. And he's got his police scanner on, and he hears something. There's a, gar- like a robbery going down. Cut to the scene where the robbery's going down. A nice multicultural gang like we always get in these movies. We always get them. I like that. I like that there's an inclusivity. Yeah. 
in our gangs. And it's never like the same person leading the gang. It's always mixed up. Very, it's very much a the, democracy. The muscles mixed up. The brains. The idiot. They're always mixed up. The giggler. You gotta always have a guy with giggles. You gotta have a giggler. And we got a giggler in this one. Is, is it Skater? No, it was a guy who literally. I think it was the guy who gets trash compacted. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, you're you're yeah. dead on. Yeah, he was the giggler. And so this nice old Jewish couple. They got their liquor store, you know, because all Jewish couples in Brooklyn have a liquor store. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're, they're just, they're faces of the community. Pillars and, of the community. Yeah, thank you. Pillars is the word I was reaching for there. Yeah. Uh, they're pillars of the community. And, of course. They, they sponsor, like, softball teams, yeah. t-ball teams. Yeah. They do all that shit. They're beautiful. They're the they're the couple who are like, oh, you guys need milk? I know you, I know you guys are on hard times. Go ahead and take it. Just take it. 5% interest, you know. But oh. they, they, they let them have it. So, of course, someone's got to take offense to that because they're not getting enough uh Well, no, they know that them. these are easy pickings because they're old people. They can't fight back. These yeah. are these are what scumbags these people are. They're not going to, you know, go to a uh, liquor store with a, a hard-working American with a bearing his 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 right to bear arms, you know, yeah. like it's just the easy picking. Stand your ground, couple. No, no, they're not them. No, they're not. I this was very reminiscent of the liquor store robbery in um, what's it called? There's so uh, many. What's that? There's so many. I don't know. Hard to kill. Uh, hard to kill is the one I was going for. Okay. See, even you thought it was like that. So, you know, they they they're they're just trying to get money, but you know, things get. Well, scary. they didn't want to kill anybody, but the fucking giggler just flipped, whips out a gun and just caps the fucking old man, shoots him like 50 times. Yeah. And then Spider, who's the leader of the gang, he's like, oh, shit, no witnesses. I guess I got to kill Grandma. Got to kill Grandma, so too. So he shoots her, too, and then they take off out the back door, the back alley, and who's there? A man, Ginty. He's got his, like, I... Okay, we, I mean, we said before, we never saw the first one. So I'm assuming his uniform is the welder mask, the army jacket, with the bulletproof vest, and the flamethrower. I, I love the fucking idea of a vigilante using a flamethrower. Yeah. It looks cool. It's probably the most horrifying way to die, being set on fire. Yeah, for sure. Like, it, it, this was the other thing I loved about this movie, is I thought we were going to have a lot of people in the flame suits. Because right off the bat, we get... I think it was three. I thought I marked it down up here. I don't think I did. Uh, I think he lights three people on fire in this opening scene. So you have the yeah. three people on fire running around there's in slow motion. Yeah, you're right. There was at least 12 because there's five at the end. There's a couple in the middle, and then there's one other character later. But you get all, you know, you get these three lit on fire. A couple get away, including our man Spider. Yeah, and the giggler gets away. And the giggler, yeah. And I also want to point out that all of these scenes with the flamethrower were put in <laughs> post. Every time you see Ginty with the mask, that's not Ginty. That's his stunt double. Because I guess, I'm guessing this is another Menaka move where he's like, what's Exterminator known for? Killing people with a flamethrower. Put scenes of people dying by flamethrower. Yeah. I have, I have a feeling to get Ginty on board for some reason. They were like, we're going to do a gritty... Uh, Vietnam veteran type psychological movie. Kinda. I would guess that because he seemed like kind of pretentious dude. Yeah, like kind of like, like Deer that. Hunter type yeah. movie. And so they would just be like, "Yeah, we're gonna do a Deer Hunter, like, idiot." Yeah. 
There were probably a lot of those like PTSD kind of scenes where he's like breaking down yeah. and they just cut that We've shit. We've already out. like in in uh, pre-show we were already talking about like nine scenes that were cut from the movie. I feel yeah. like that's a lot of the scenes that were cut. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. So now we've got uh, a faction going back to lick their wounds. Spider goes back to the hideout, and uh, he's telling everybody about the tragedy of the liquor store and how there was a guy who... Well, it's on the news. We, the, we yeah, learned right. that the exterminator is back. Yeah. Because we know him by his welder's mask and flamethrower. You know what I love about every villain hideout is when they have the stack of tube TVs all playing yeah, the he, same he thing at the same time. That. I love it. And I also, and this is where we meet our man X, played by Mario Van Peebles. I think it's one of his first roles. Interesting. And uh, a great. This is how you, he, he. I think he added this himself to get the character. The character never wastes a moment. He's in an elevator. They're like in a warehouse. This is a big one of those cargo elevators. Oh yeah. He could just be standing there. Like no, no. He's like no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my fucking push-ups in. That's right. So he starts doing his one arm push-ups. Yep. He's, he's like, it's arm day. And I like that. It's a, push-ups gets more than arms, all right? You know, it's like a whole upper body thing. Okay. okay. I know. I can do them. Don't sell them short. So, I, I can do them. Look, if we're going to be a... Are we going to have a push-up contest right uh, now? If we're going to be a fitness podcast, too, you know, we got to give people the full... Yeah, it helps your pecs, too. Ooh. And when you need some pec jelly. You got to have some pec yeah. jelly. And so, he shows up, and Spider, we learn Spider's his little brother. And he's like, yo, bro, that motherfucker's back. He, and he's like, he's like... What's going on? You know we're supposed to keep a low profile. We got this big deal coming up. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think nothing would go wrong. The giggler, he shot the old lady. We had, you know, and and he's like, "All right, you're my brother. It's cool, but chill." Yeah, we got the we got the mob. The mafia's coming. We got this deal going down. So we we we've got the build up for what the gang's gonna be. Uh, you know what their goal is. So now we got to cut to our vigilante hero, John. His name John. Very John. plain. John Eastland. According to this making of the movie documentary I watch on YouTube, he's Johnny Long, which he's not. He's John Eastland. I don't know why they were calling him Johnny Long. That's horrible. But, yeah, he's John Eastland. And uh, he's got... Basset Hound of Death. Oh, my God. Basset Hound of Death. And he's really milking the whole Vietnam vet thing. Always has that fucking jacket on. Always. Because he wants people to, like, thank him for his service. He really does. He he never was in Vietnam, I don't think. Yeah, like, some scenes you actually see him, like, saluting people. Mm. He's milking it so hard. Because he's unemployed. He's got to beg for money, basically. Because we learn he's too good for work. But we'll get into that later. I know. So he's going to his favorite bar, which is a membership <laughs> bar that he has to pay monthly dues to. But he's got money for that. Yet they acted like they didn't know him later on in the movie. It's a weird bar. I mean, I guess, I guess this is the doorman that only works on like weekends. Maybe. But the, well, the good thing about this bar, even, it, it, we were explaining, it's basically a TGI Fridays. There's just a bunch of garbage strewn everywhere. There's a poster of Clint Eastwood on the wall, then a poster of Marilyn Monroe. They have so many appetizers. They serve them when they're hot. Their blooming onions, great. That's a different restaurant, but it's yeah. Pl- so what? They they're they got their own. They're doing their own thing here. They got their own. Fried and that's, and that's why you need free beer because they advertise it. That's how they get people to want to join. And that's. You can get free beer when you have a membership. That's what I'm assuming. That's what you're assuming. I thought there's signs say free beer everywhere in this. I place. thought it was the name of the bar because it literally says <laughs> in the front of the bar free beer. So I thought that was the name of the bar. Could be. You might so, be something. We're in the bar. John's getting a scotch on the rocks. No, he says no ice. 
That's a oh. The, he actually said that no ice was his yes. thing. Scotch oh, with no ice. Excuse me, pussy's I, like cold. I'm Gosh. sorry. It's not so much about the. Never mind. Um, he's like, hey, you. is Caroline in? And the bartender, yeah, she's, she's oh, getting he, ready. Did he just, actually name Caroline at this I, point? I don't know. I, he said somebody. He's looking for her. I, I don't know if he I said thought, her by name. I but. thought we got the initial meet cute here. No, I think they had a they had something going on before. He asked for her. I know that much. They might have not. Oh. He might be creeping on her and not know who she well, is. He's definitely creeping on her. And for sure. Like, so the bartender's like, yeah, she's going on right now. So then we get this kind of weird, like, I'm, we're going to say burlesque because she didn't get naked. It, it's not even burlesque. It's kind of like Terry Hatcher in, um, what's it called? Uh, You're right. Tango, Tango and Cash. Cash. You're right. It comes getting, out in already like an uncomfortable outfit that's really kind of revealing. Ugly 80s outfit. Yes. And just doing this dance that's like, mm, all right. Yeah, you got you got some moves. But She's of course, flash dancing. Basset Hound is into it. He's winking at her. He's like flashing his magnum condom. He does that little little kid rat move where he licks his finger and then flicks it at her. It, We're still trying to figure that out. Go to our Instagram. Figure no one, that out. No one's helping me on this. I'm Help glad. Out, I'm people. glad. I'm glad you. People just type in Golden Globe Theater one word. Help I, us out. What is this gift? What does it mean? I need some help. Uh, go go figure. She's into it though. What the fuck was that? Because she respects our servicemen and she feels kind of bad for him. Maybe, maybe that was it. Maybe her dad was a veteran. Could be. And she was like, I got to take this veteran home, make sure he's got some soup. So that's what she does. Takes him home. She's like, oh, my place is a mess. Just like Molly in uh, earlier, what was last week's episode? King of Kickboxers. She's got all of her headshots laid out all over her fucking apartment. John's going through them, getting all of her identity. Probably picked up a couple credit cards. Cause Wrote down her social security number. I saw he's a fucking creep, so maybe he's like, hey, fuck it. Well, I'll hey, just... He's not going to work. He's got to make money somehow. Yeah. And he does the he does the very noble move where he goes, oh, are we moving too fast? You know what? And you see him, like, tuck something in his pocket. It definitely was, like, 50 bucks. I'll just go ahead and leave. And she's like, no, I want you... I, I so you're saying he assumed she was a prostitute say. and he was going to pay her? No, I'm saying he stole fifty dollars oh, from her. So he's I, like, I kind of like my idea. He was, he disrespected her so much. He was like, he was about to, and he's like, I think I could work this broad because he's a con man. No, I don't think he's into prostitution. I because oh, he I doesn't want to pay for it but exactly. But I think gotcha. he's working an angle. No, I think he was uh, stealing from her. Okay, because yeah, she actually has sense. a job and makes money. Okay, well, it was fifty one, so you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. They end up hooking up. Who yeah. who would have thunk that this lady who has her life together wanted <laughs> to hook up with? Not really, because we learned she wants to be on Broadway. She's working at getting her life together. What? No, that doesn't mean your life's not together. It just means you have to. I don't build think she up. wants to strip at the the. Free we already beer talked bar. about. It. She's not stripping. She's Whatever she's doing, like doing, I think she wants. She's got higher aims than the free beer. That's fine, saloon. but you still got to work up to it. it. Doesn't mean you're in the fucking gutter. It just means she's you get, like you're on that the far bottom away rung. From the gutter. I got my my thumb and forefinger. Hey, half I didn't apart. see anybody getting close to the stage and grabbing her ass. There was no funny business happening there. Well, Ginty would have taken care of business. It's true, but still, no one was grabbing at her. It was a respectful yeah. interaction. But let, fuck this. What's <laughs> X up to, man? X 
he's getting prepared. He's like he. Uh, don't want to talk about somebody's trying to take things to another level. Mm-hmm. X isn't complacent. He's not like I'm tired of robbing old Jewish liquor stores. Yeah. So my, I got this plan, guys. There's an armored car happening. He's for the gathers all his gang around him. He's got his he's got his high top fade up because he had, he had kind of his hair was kind of like curly kind of early. Yeah, it did. It did. And then it went poof. It was like high top fade. Yeah. And he's got his road warrior outfit on that Mario Ben Peebles specifically asked for. Really? Yes. Did you like it? Well, I mean, I like. Yeah, you know what I did like? I liked that. First of all, it just shows you how what a powerful movie Road Warrior is. It influenced sure. so many movies. But I like colorful villains. So yes, I, do. I did. Like, he. I, I think he was good. He's kind of like aloof again i'm using that word like he's kind of quiet but i thought that was kind of powerful for him because he's young and he's very influential and yet he's not crazy he's just well, he was he would go crazy every once in a while but he but yeah i guess i guess he did but it seemed very in control he was very heath ledger joker is that what you're saying no not at all <laughs> not at all but yes he has a colorful gang because it's this reminds me of how every once in a while you hear they're going to redo the Warriors. But they're like, no, we're going to do it like real like L.A. street gangs. I don't want to fucking see that. The mm. pro- everyone loves the Warriors because they're colorful gangs. That yeah. have, you know, we want to see baseball furies and this shit. We don't want to see just guys with do-rags and baggy pants. I want to see uh, roller skating, fucking jazz exactly. dancers. Like, exactly. Yeah, that... Uh... So anyway, Hollywood is so stupid. He's got he's he's getting this pep. He's doing speaking of warriors. He's doing the Cyrus talk from the beginning of Warriors. Where they, he ends everything with "Can you dig it?" Because he's getting everybody pumped for this. They're going to rob the, an armored car. It's gonna it's happening later tonight. They know the route. They got it all planned out. Rob the armored car. Use the money to buy heroin, and then they're set. They're going to run all of New York City. Oh shit! I like that. Was, that. I I missed that plan. That was a good speech. Missed the plan completely. You were so mesmerized by his, his charisma. And we immediately cut to them taking out the, the, the armed guard. Right. The, I, the, I didn't, poli- this, this the bank a, truck or whatever. Was, it, yeah, it was an armored car. And it was a very bizarre scene because a guy is inside the armored car. And he lets, he like lets them open up the door. Like He should be safe. Like It's an armored fucking car. Yeah. But he's kind of like, I can't trust these guys. I'm going to see what they want. Even though they just killed the driver. Yeah. So he opens the door. They pull him out. Take, and then I, I was assuming they're going to rape him because they were like, Spider's like, I want to handle this guy. Whew. And they just carry him away like off screen. And then apparently the, the, they have like a, a panic button or something in the car. So cops immediately show up in a helicopter. But fuck that. This gang is out for blood. So one of them shoots a flare gun at the helicopter, causes the helicopter to crash. Dude, it was a really impressive flare gun. Like, I didn't think they had so much firepower, but bam. Well, if you know how to hit it in the right place. Oh. And uh, it was, this is another great fire scene. We see the fucking uh, pilot on fire. Great. Apparently, in the, in the earlier cut of this movie, the, the, the uh, helicopter lands on a club. I don't know if it was the free beer bar that Ginty and Caroline happened to be at. And they get out, and they have a first meeting with X, but that was cut out. I guess they wanted like the X and Ginty meeting to be later on. Oh, they want to tease it a little more. Yes, but what we do see is our. You're, in, I think, the guy, the true star of the, the movie. Absolutely, the true star. Salt of the, of the earth, BG, the lovable independent garbage man. Yeah, 
and he just happens because he's he he's all day and night he's picking up garbage. He is like the like if you follow a food truck, you know that they usually will have like Twitter feed or something, so you can see where they're going to be at. He's that of garbage men, where he has a feed. He's like, guys, I'm covering 124th and South Street tonight. Put your trash out, and I'll come pick it up. And always so, got a smile on his face. Even as a garbage, like that's a pretty shit job. But he doesn't care. He's like, hey man, it's an honest living. The thing I love about this world is it runs at midnight. Bank transactions happening at you midnight. You know what? I thought that was weird, too, but it kind of makes sense. I don't know shit about New York, but doesn't it make more sense to pick up garbage in the middle of the night when traffic is like not as hectic as it is during the day? You know what? If this was bustling like Manhattan, like downtown area, yes. But this is like Brooklyn in the in the early, or, uh, early 80s. So I don't think they had that much to worry about. I think... Well, if you know anything about the history, they didn't really pick up much trash at all. I think they had a I don't think it was in the early 80s. I think it was late 70s. They had like a ga- uh, garbage man strike. Yeah. So it was all like piling up. So, so I, He's doing his part. He's still cleaning up Brooklyn from four years ago. I don't know who's paying him. He, he doesn't He doesn't <laughs> ever get into that. He's an independent contractor. He's an artisanal garbage man. And his work is treasured by the community. And he just happens to witness... This brutality happening. You see, he's the fucking hell. Nobody else in Brooklyn <laughs> notices a fucking helicopter get shot down, explode, fire everywhere. Guy on fire, falling out, screaming, help, I'm on fire. No one notices that. No. Well, hey, back in those days in Brooklyn, you just kept to yourself. You kept didn't to get involved. And that might have been BG's downfall because he's salt of the earth. He's a man of the people. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm not letting this happen. So he just rams the armored car yeah, with his Mack truck, and then he just takes off. He's like, oh, I can't really do anything. Yeah, the gang takes notice because none of them are harmed. So they're like, Mack garbage truck. I'll remember that. So that 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 that's some foreshadowing probably. Back to foreshadow. So now they've got this guard, though. Yeah, they got him like sprayed out spread eagle. They're carrying him. He's like, please, no, no, you got the money, please. We don't want just the money. Yeah, we, we need to other... se- we need to send a sign because the speech, man. They're taking over the city. They're not. They're not the rats anymore. Right. They're taking over. They're taking over. So they carry him down to the subway. Spider plays lookout. He climbs up in a tree. He's like, don't worry, bro. I got it. Do what you got to do. He's covering the entrance of the subway. So they carry him down. They, like, they uncover the third rail. They got the guy, like, on, a, like, a metal axe, so he's, like, splayed out on an axe. Spray paint him with an axe. Spray paint him with an axe, because that's, that's uh, X's, he's axe. That's his, yeah. his move. And Arth- it's, it's Dagla glows in the dark. Yeah. Oh, that was actually a really cool fact. And so they know that the train's due to come, so they turn off the lights, because they had a curve. Yeah. They turn the lights out, so the guy won't see the guy, and, they, and then they throw him on the third rail. So he's being electrocuted, and then, at insult to injury, he gets run over by the fucking train. It's fucking brutal. It's, well, it's kind of awesome. They're sending a message to the city they're taking over. So next time you visit the Hoyt stop, H-O-Y-T, a man was murdered there <laughs> yeah. in 1984. This is a you can documentary. You still see his blood right on the third rail. You can still see it. But as luck would have it, John, always had his police scanner. He heard about this, 
And somehow he knows where they're taking him. I don't know how he figured that out. Because the cops don't even know where the fuck these guys are. Yeah, but he walks fuck. up in on, on, with his fucking welding mask in the full exterminator outfit. Sees our boy Spider up in the tree. Sets the motherfucker on fire. Just yeah. Torches the fuck out of Spider. Yeah, he falls out of the tree. John apparently steals a Rolex off of him. And yep. we roll into the next day. The next day, John is walking the mean streets of Brooklyn. Old bag prostitute propositions them. Yeah, he's a, he, like he stops by one of these. Uh, I, I saw a couple of these when I was in Brooklyn where they have like a restaurant, but then they have a little window so they can serve people on the street. It's fucking awesome. Uh, and so he's looking. He's got, there's all these hot dogs and sausages. He's like, oh, man, those are great. Perfectly grilled. I want one of those. And then this, you see these tits just come into focus. Saggy. Yeah. And... John, the human basset hound, is... Super entitled. Uh, somehow he's not impressed. I guess it's because he's got Carolyn in his life. Oh, yeah. She's like, hey, uh, want have a good time? <laughs> I got better things. Maybe next time, baby. Yeah. And just fucking walks down, starts walking down the street. While he's doing that, a homeless guy comes up to him. Hey, got any change? This big, fat homeless guy. And he's like, uh, no, I don't. But he happens to be fiddling with that uh, Rolex. Right. And he's like, hey, I'll buy that Rolex off you. That's worth $1,200. So, I'll give you 100 Oh, 100 Uh, Why don't you make it 200 And then he's like, you drive a hard bargain, mister. Okay. So this homeless guy was just like, literally 30 seconds earlier asking for change. Turns around, pulls out a giant wad of money. Turns his back so the Ginty can't see him. Yeah. Rips off $200 bills. Turns around. Soul. Yeah, they didn't even make it obvious they'd ripped <laughs> off 200 I thought he pulled off like 50 bucks. I thought he was ripping them off because no. he gets that watch and he's just like dancing to himself. And then he immediately and runs. I guess it's like uh, he opens to another homeless name. Maybe this is the love of his life. I don't know. He gives it to her. A very <sighs> Something Ginty never would do. Very selfless move. So as he's walking the street, we cut it back over to BG. He's just cruising around. Again, the fucking food truck of Garbage Man. He's just roaming around like I'm on my route. I'm picking up random trash Well, this here is how, how great BG is. Okay, he stops. There's like a drunken piece of shit homeless guy yeah, on the was, pile of trash. Yeah, he's, he's getting trash like off the river. There's no establishments <laughs> here. There's just a man... Camped up on like an abandoned truck, and yeah, he's, and, and BG's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And he's like, "Total dick to BG." He hurls his fucking beer bottle at BG's truck, and BG's like, "Hey, good, you know, you could have got ten cents for that, but you know, good recycling on yeah, it. good and army." Then, and then he there. spits at BG, and BG's like, "No, I don't drink on the job, sorry." But he's like, "I would have murdered this fucking guy and threw him in the back of my yeah, truck." BG's totally cool. He's like, "Hey, we do a meetup every, uh, you know, Tuesday, Thursday. My name's BG. Obviously, you have a drinking problem. I can be your sponsor. Yeah, like let's help you out, you know." And he's like, "Fuck you." I mean, this guy's a piece of shit. And BG is the fucking best. As always, <laughs> you counter a terrible <laughs> fucking hero with Great the best, the best character ever. And so. so he Continuing is continuing his route, and yeah. he happens to see John because no one looks like John Basset Hound and fucking <laughs> army fatigue Droopy and blue jeans. Motherfucker. He looks like that fucking cartoon character Droopy. Yeah, he does. Hey, he's uh... a humanized version of Droopy, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Hey, Droopy Dog, 
Uh, so John, you know, it's like need a lift, buddy. Oh you know? man, BG, I haven't seen you since the war. Like, yeah, let's oh, go. Man. They're cruising around, it's having a good time, just reminiscing, catching up. And that's and then we were left with X. We cut back to X's hideout, finally meeting up with the Don of New York to buy that H, that sweet H. Mm. Now they're just they're just they're they're not finalizing the deal. They're just going over the you know crossing the T's, dotting the I's. They're like, okay. I got the money. Here's a sack of money. The mafia's like, all right, we'll get you here. Here, we'll get to you back to you later. We so. got to get you the. We'll get you the sample. It was like we need the starters fee. The the what do they call it? The deposit. Yeah. And then uh, you know we'll arrange a deal. And so they're like, here's what we're gonna do. They gave them the deposit. All right. And you can tell they're super condescending. You can you can see why X is so pissed off and wants to take over because they're just like they've been in charge for so long. Yeah, they they're, see they see their digs. It's not fancy. They're like in the TMNT hideout under the underground in the sewers and everything. They're like, this is bullshit. Your torches, really, really. Uh, but they're they're like, okay, like, ninth, we'll get back to you. Ninth and Hennepin, put a guy out there, and X is just like, I know the guy. You'll know him too. So this is where we get this fucking awesome. I, we we've been talking about this yeah. all pre-show. I didn't get his name, so I'm gonna call him Skates. I I call him Skater. Okay. Or Skeeter, kind of like Skeeter too. I don't. So Skates, Skeeter, Skate. Uh, he he's working the crowd. He's out there. He's got a bunch of people. He's got his. He's got a bowler hat. He's you know? inspired by X. He's like, I need to pick up some extra dough, so I'm gonna do a little street dancing. Well, yeah, he's trying to raise funds for the gang. Right. They're gonna try to overthrow all of New York, so you know you gotta raise funds for that. And uh, he's got Takes a money hu- to make money. He's got a huge crowd around him. He's got the boombox out. Got he's got the fucking, hat down there to collect yep. the money. He's got the bowler out collecting a bunch of money. So he's doing kind of like the robot with yeah. and kind of a moonwalk on skates. On skates. Which is really not easy to do. It isn't. And everyone's loving it. So in the guise of everyone dropping money in his hat, a little brown package is dropped in there. And so he grabs it, heads back to the headquarters, and... They, you know, of course they gum it. Of course you got you to. You got to gum it. And he's like, is it good stuff? And he's like, I think it's pretty good. And X is like, well, you know what? We really need to put this to, to test. got to be certain that it's the real deal. So we got we to gotta get us ourselves a sample. Like uh, a guinea pig is what he said. Yeah. Was it, did, did it shoot right to this scene? Yes. You get what I get what I did there? Shoot yeah. to the next yeah, scene? Yeah, I, I get that. That was good. Yeah, thank you. So we see a nice, beautiful, suburban white couple just getting out of Revenge of the Ninja. They were leaving. Nice. Golden Glove is with the touch. And they're just on their way to, like, you know, get an ice cream cone or some shit. Yeah, they're probably getting, a, like, a cup of coffee and a hot dog at the Coney. And so Skates goes, that's the bitch right there. So yeah. he comes up, grabs her, and takes off. <laughs> Nabs a bitch off the street. <laughs> it, it, it happened. <laughs> Throws back. her over the shoulder and right back into the hey, sewers. Excuse me, will you stop? That sucks, my lady. Did you notice? Okay, so she's with their with her boyfriend. Let's say maybe husband. There's three people that skater rolls right by. Three bystanders. It's like a giant white dude, like a biker looking dude with a big beard, a scrawny white dude, and then like a average looking black dude. He goes up to the black dude, grabs him, and he's like, what did you do, man? <laughs> he was pissed at that guy. I don't remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I blame the black guy for it. That's fucked up. He's like, why didn't you stop them? 
Yeah. At, at racial profile. Questions. You see, Golden Globe is raising questions, making you yeah. talk, making you think. Well, that's the thing. They don't give you the answers. They make you think about the answers. Yeah, they give you the questions. They're, they're starting the conversation that we this, need to this have. This is what I love about a movie. There's no conversation to have about that movie I saw earlier this week, Stuber. No, no conversation. It was okay. But this movie, questions everywhere. Makes you question, like, am I a racist? Am I not? I don't know. Yeah. Me and Marie have been talking about this movie for four hours before we start the podcast. Well, we do that for every movie. We really get That's into true. it. There's so many questions. So the skater takes her back to the crib. Got her pinned down. Do we see them heating it up on the spoon? You got to have that scene. Yeah, I wonder what drug this is. And uh, they inject her. And she's, of course, struggling. Stop, stop. And then Freaking she's, out. And then she's yeah. flying. She loves it afterwards. Yeah, she cools down. And, she's and then like, we got oh, the, the yeah, fucking yeah. giggler. Of course, he wants to rape her. He's a fucking fuckhead. They do something really creepy here. He doesn't grope her or anything. He just starts kissing her forehead. That was chilling. That creeped me the fuck out. Like, I'm used to Golden Globus being like, Grab her tits, rip her bra. Let's. I'm get shocked some... there wasn't like a. Rock I, I know. Scene. I'm really. I guess they just saved all that for Charles Bronson movies. Yeah, I'm really like surprised they didn't do that. But the fact that he just had the giggler kiss her forehead really creeped me out. Like that was well, good far job, creepier. Good acting job. So I don't, I'm going to assume they just gang raped and murdered her, but who knows? You never see her again. We never see her again. But we do see John and BG cruising the streets. And BG's like, hey, man, because we got to point out, John doesn't have a job. He's unemployed. Yeah. He's been gaming the system for fucking years. Yeah. And BG's like, you got any dignity, any integrity? <laughs> you think you'd like to like, get a job? Because I can need some help, you know? Yeah. And I, I'll pay you. I'll pay you a dollar above minimum wage because I'm a good guy. Yeah. And he's like, and then this is, I just want to fucking murder droopy fucking exterminator. Because he's like, I'll think about it. Like yeah. he's, he's like, yeah, I got, I got things work. I'm got, I got plans. I got stuff working. You know, I got iron, the, uh, irons in the fire, or whatever that phrase is. And he's know. like, sure, whatever. We get, we'll do whatever. Because BG is fucking salty. It's like you got a job waiting for you. You know, just to let you know. And he's like, okay, well, you know what? Thinking of jobs, I got a chick I'm mooching off of. She yeah. works at the free beer bar. Free beer bar. I got a membership there. Let's go. Ah. Uh. So, so they go over to the free beer bar. Uh, of course, this is John's move. Let's avoid the issue here, my unemployment. Let's just go drink it off. By the way, can you buy me a couple drinks? Yeah, I'm going to get paid next Tuesday. I guess yeah. something happening. There. It's the free beer bar, right? Meanwhile, he's got the fucking two bills in his pocket Ooh, that's, from the Rolex. That's an interesting thing that I just realized. Free beer bar. He always drinks scotch there. It's kind of a douche he is. And it's like the really aged scotch, you know. It's not like the cheap shit that they water down. Well, they call that a uh, uh, well drink. There's, okay, I they're, know. They're, yeah. Okay, there's high shelf and then there's the yeah, well. he only drinks yeah. top shelf liquor. He's, he, he's he, not even top shelf. He's like, yeah, go ahead and take the elevator up a few floors. Get my scotch down for me. Wow. And so they show up, and I thought this was going to play into this scene, but of the movie, but it, this wasn't foreshadowing, but it wasn't. They, because uh, BG's like, I can park where the fuck I want. It's a great thing about being a garbage man. So he runs over. It does play into it later, but he runs over like it's like a police thing that was like blocked, cordoned off. He just runs over it. Yeah, and never plays into the rest. I don't know why they. No, like, I, it does. It does. Okay, we'll get we'll get there. You'll we'll have get to explain there. it to him because I didn't yeah. pick up on that. So he's very adamant about you can park wherever the fuck you want with this baby. It's a garbage truck. Nobody fucks with the garbage man because we're we're doing God's work. Right. Who else will clean up the streets? 
So they show up the door, and this is where we see that there's a membership. This is a high clientele for the free beer high. bar. Yeah. Free and, beer bar, of course, thankfully, BG's got membership because he's not a piece of shit. You know, he, like, believes in paying his dues. So he's like, yeah, and this is my plus one, John. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And John just barges in. He doesn't even fucking care. He's like, yeah, you he, take care of it, BG. John's, John has already been in, got himself three drinks. He's like, my girlfriend works here. Yeah. Hey, can you put this on Caroline's tab? <laughs> I plowed her the other night. Sure thing. Whatever you want. She John. might have told you about Drew. Thank you dog. for your service. Yeah. He's like, you damn right thank me for my service. <laughs> so, did, you, did, you, did you thank me for my service yet? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you can with a free drink. <laughs> So we get another dance scene. He's like, "That's my girlfriend." Yeah, and BG couldn't care. He said, "He's like, I got two bitches." Yeah, BG is just like, "Oh, John, there's dancing here. Let's hit the floor." And John's like, "Oh, busy right about now. I don't like to dance. I'm gonna just stand at the bar and what, we just smooch some drinks." He's like, whatever, see you later. And then all the women just flock to BG. He's the life of the party. Dude, BG. He's, first of all, he's the only person who can dance in this fucking bar. Everyone's doing a lot of white people dancing in this it's bar. It's true. BG is cut in a rug. Uh, and everybody's loving it because, obviously, he's, 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 God, he's everything you want to be in life. Like, he's charismatic. He's energetic. Always positive. He's, he's always positive. He's welcoming people. He's a smile. Every day, every minute. So people are attracted to him, and it makes sense, and I love him for it. Uh, so but Car- Caroline hits stage, dances, gets off the stage. Fucking BG shows up. He's got two girls on his arms. He's like, hey, John, I got you I got you a woman. Yeah, he's let's... like, uh, that's my girl right there. Yeah. Always got to, like, fuck yeah. up a situation with your, your two girls barely even equal up to my, my girl. And Caroline just, like... Guys, I don't want to sit here and fight about your putang thing. Let's go get some breakfast. Let's go get some eggs. Let's go get some some bacon and coffee. And being in the fucking awesome guy BG is, he's like, sure, bitches leave. Yeah, he's like, asshole. He's like, this he's like, was not. I have somebody. I have to show for my friend John and his girlfriend yeah. somewhere. He was just like, this wasn't working out. This was fun. <laughs> Again, this is fun for like this is an effort for him. He just exudes this energy at all times. BG is the best. So they get in the garbage truck. Oh, which is a whole endeavor because John is embarrassed by the garbage truck. Yeah. And BG's like, this is my life's work, John. Can you show a little fucking respect, you piece <laughs> of shit? And then, got to remember, guys, this is 84, so they're drunk driving. They're all got beers in their fucking Dude, they got, they got, they, Yeah, they get in there. They all pop a stubby, and they're like, where are we going? I know this beautiful breakfast place. It's be, it's like 2 a.m. I don't know why you're going to get breakfast at 2 a.m. That's Coney time, man. Well, this is this is this isn't Detroit. Go to Lafayette if you're your garbage man in Detroit. So they could they just I, I thought uh, John and Caroline were just gonna start fucking. They were really into each other. Yeah, I think they took some e. And they were feeling that, it. That might have been it. And like, and well, BG can read the situation. So, see, this is how fucking awesome BG is. He pulls over. He's like, fuck that breakfast place sucks. Fuck that. You need to be fucking each other. Um, I live five miles away, but fuck that. I'm gonna let you take my my car. Even though you live around the block, dude. But take my truck. At first, I thought he was like, just fuck while I drive. But he was like, he's a gentleman. He's like, I don't want to see my friend's woman naked. I mean, we saw him throw that 
barely soiled mattress in the in the bed of the he's truck. He's like, yeah, he's like, if you flip it over on the one side, it's okay to fuck. Guys, there's a couple candles back there. There's a fan so you can blow like the bad, you know, Flies smells and out that and all that shit. And you can get on the mattress. You can you can plow back there. But then, of course, John, John's like, I only fuck on the finest of beds. I noticed you didn't carry a condom. These are magnums. I don't think they'll fit, but. Go for it. He thought they were garbage bags. Like, <laughs> no, these are my condoms, John. And BG, we're always reading the situation properly. He's like, okay, I get it. You're too good to fuck on a dirty mattress in yeah. the back of my garbage truck. So just take my truck. I'll walk. I'll hitchhike the next five miles home. So John, who has in the most dangerous part of town on yeah. top of it. John has agreed to be like his uh, associate at this point. He's yeah. like, I'm not going to be your employee. I'll be I, your partner. I'll have to. I have to be your partner. I have to take fifty percent of your profits, and also, do you get any kind of shares? Because I get all of them. John sucks. I hate John. I'm not going to argue. I that. hate Robert Ginty. <laughs> um, so John's taking the wheel, and he's doing his best. Uh, who's that British man who's in all the rom-coms in the 90s? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. He's Hugh Granting the fuck out of this scene. He's like, well, it's my first day on the job. I just, uh, he's stripping grind- the gears. He's, he's just, just grinding <laughs> the fuck out of him. She's like, oh, you're doing a great job. It's okay. You're so handsome. It's okay. I hate this. I hate this scene. Well, BG has left the scene, and I hate everything else that Well, happens. it gets even worse because they're driving, and meanwhile, X, and you can tell it's X because they have a car with an X spray-painted on the side. They just happen to be in the area, and yeah. they notice that garbage truck, that garbage truck from the other night. Yeah. And so they follow him. And fucking skates doesn't have his skates on. He's got to pick them up, and he goes chasing them, and he's, like, trying to fit his skates on and lace them up while he's well, running. that's his thing, you know? He's got to have his skates on. But then he hops in the car. Maybe he's sketched. I want to believe he's sketched. I would have loved to have seen a scene of him sketching in the car. Okay. I don't know what that means. What? You don't know what that means? Sketching? You can't figure that out? Sketching? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't even know what that word means. Sketch? It, when you're in roller skates, blades, and you grab onto a car that's driving. It's called skitching. Man, I don't, we don't fucking roller skate where I'm from. I'm not kidding. Nobody, girls roller skated where I was from. Come on. Come on. I'm just telling you. I didn't. No, I know nothing you. about roller skating. Can you, Sorry. Can you just appreciate that you just learned something new? No. I'm like Robert Ginty. I don't give a shit. I hate you, Robert Ginty. Well, and good, because I got more Gintiness for you. Fuck. So, they, so he learned from BG that you can just park where the fuck you want. This, is the, this is the foreshadowing I was talking about. Well, I knew this, but I still don't know what. Why does that? What? How does that coincide with the? Well, he's. Not, I, I assumed he, he would park wherever the fuck he wanted anyway, even without BG. You talked about how he knocked over police barriers. He yeah. saw a fire hydrant, and he was like, "Who the fuck cares? I'll just park here." Yeah, because- but I, would, I, I don't think he would need permission. I think he would do that regardless because Ginty's a piece of shit. Well, yeah, and he but, doesn't care. But, if his we're, we're, but we're splitting hairs at this point. Well, I don't. Fine. So he parks illegally. He's a piece of shit. From a fire hydrant. And the guys pull up. They're ready to kill him right then. But, yeah, but, I, I thought it was going to be a long chase scene. Ginty manages the park. And they go up. And X apparently can is good with silhouettes because he looked, He finds the exact apartment they're in by their silhouette in the window. Oh, yeah. He's like, I recognize those droopy cheeks and that curly hair. That's got to be it's got to be a fucking guy and his lady. And they're just about to make their move. And then the cop sees the illegally parked garbage truck. Yeah. So he calls up. And they're like, fuck, get in the car. And they, they just take off. Yeah, gang just takes off. 
Garbage truck gets garbage truck gets towed away. I don't know what happens to it. No, nothing. I got. I think he got. The cops like it's too much work to fill out this. I think he got a ticket, but they do not address it at all. Because why they we do address is one of the most awkward sex scenes we've ever covered on Golden Globe. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's they're, very long. It's very... Again, another scene that's good if you speed it up because the music does not work at normal Well, there's normal like speed. only one kind of mo- music they play through the whole song, on the whole song, the whole show. Right. And, yeah, it does not fit a sex scene at all. And none else doesn't fit a sex scene, Robert Ginty, because it's horrifying seeing this man shirtless. And we get a gross, like, up-the-nostril shot of him, like, sprawled out on the bed. Yeah, and then lots of close up of her boobs, which might mean that it was a stand in. I don't know. If you're not going to show like her face and her boobs, it might just mean that they just got. Some I think random... it was her boobs. And I think it was too. We, but... uh, and again, the scene he like lays his hand, his hand, his head upon her bosom, and I don't know. That was creeping me out. It was weird. It was a weird sex scene. And it's on YouTube if you want to see it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, the whole movie. Yeah, the mean. whole movie's on. The YouTube. whole movie. I shit you not. It is a Blu-ray yeah, 720p version. So it's HD technically. It's a great cut. Yeah, it's just right there on YouTube. You don't have to search anything weird. Exterminator 2. There it is. Have fun. Go for it. So they had a nice night of fucking. They wake yep. up and they're like, hey, let's go to the park. Yeah. That's what you do after you fuck. You go to Cent- I'm going to say it's Central Park. I have no idea. Dude, it, it, it was a beautiful park. It's got, like, an amphitheater or something yeah. because they're sitting outside of, like, the, 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 the seated stadium. Again, it's outdoors, and Caroline is doing her dance routine. She's on the stage. He's in the, the bleachers or whatever, the seats. John fucking Robert Ginty is trying to act his ass off. He's doing his droopy best to be like excited for her i read it differently i read it as a sarcastic kind of like like i don't i'm was, not surprised he was kind of like mocking her i am not surprised because, I just because once he away. sees somebody that's actually doing something he reminded what a piece of shit like he can't do anything so he has to like take you down a peg i think so you think you're so this is like uh who was it a couple weeks ago when they were when they were like i'm a green beret Aaron Norris, I believe Mike it was. Don't, Mike don't Norris. Don't smirch Aaron. Yeah, this I'm sorry. Mike. I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> Mike Norris, when he was just like, I'm a Green Beret. John was doing the same thing. I killed people in Vietnam. I'm a Green Beret. I got a necklace of ears. And then she's like, look, I just want to dance. Yeah. And so he's just belittling her. He's like, hey, everybody, let's do it. And there's, obviously, there's nobody there. And he's like, give a big round of applause. She's the greatest. She's awesome. And she's like, it wasn't that good. You got and a standing he, ovation. And he's like, yeah, it wasn't that good. And then he just walks away. He like gets totally stone faced and walks away. And she falls after him. She's in love with him for some yeah. reason. I don't know. I, that, think you're, that, I think you're on to something with her dad being a vet. And like, she's got some weird daddy yeah, issues. Yeah, she, she, she's got the, like, she knows about PTSD. And so she sees through she's Trying it. to save him. Yeah. I don't know why, because he's unsavable. Oh, God. But while they're walking, we get a nice like five minute break dancing scene. We want remember it's eighty four. Break dancing was huge. So you yeah, want to, you know, what's going on? What's the zitgeist at this moment? It's break dancing. So yeah. cram it in. I, I when I saw this scene, maybe I, they were testing it for the movie breaking. Like they were like, let's put it in your CLD. I want to believe that, Murray. But here's the thing: when I saw this scene, I was like, pause. When did breaking come out? Breaking came out nineteen eighty four. And I was like, oh, wow, shit. Okay. When did Breaking 2 come out? 1984. 
What the fuck? So yeah, clearly, they them in like a month. They clearly them. they knew, and they were just trying to dram as mu- dram, cram as much breakdancing into a mo- in movies yeah. as possible. This was a little appetizer for what was coming in like a month when Breaking came out. So, unlike nor you know, fucking. Caroline gets it. She gets rhythm. She yeah. hears the boombox. She Girl hears, got rhythm. She hears, hears the early 80s hip-hop, and she's like, oh, my God. She's going along with the grooves and everything. So she sees the guys. She sees how they're dancing. It's good breakdancing. They're doing, like, these weird crab walks and shit. She's like, this is great. I don't But she co- comes up. They immediately befriend her. They do the wave weather. Yeah, they're know? doing. Oh, it's so good. And John... Being Robert Ginty is jealous as fuck. He goes over, he grabs a hot dog, he bites half of it, and fucking chucks the rest into the ground. He's pissed off. The guy's like, can you pay me? And he's like, fuck you. And he goes over and tells Caroline, I don't like you associating with these kind of people. Why don't you go to the, why don't you go to the girls' room the and powder, powder up? Yeah, yeah powder, go powder up. I'll, I'll watch these guys. They look suspicious. Yeah. And so she walks, like, two blocks away. Apparently the bathroom was, like, yeah. far out there. And we forgot to mention that while they were doing the great and the amphitheater, our gang was watching them from afar. And so they were following them. They, 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 I guess they maybe they set this up. They knew what a fucking piece of shit racist that Ginty is. That they were, Even though he has a, his best friend's black, it's weird. It's like the people who, like, marry in, like, interracial marriage, but they hate black people. It's weird. Yeah. And... They're like, she's gonna. She just hit a hot dog. She's gonna take a shit pretty soon. So let's <laughs> let's go hide in the bathroom. Uh, so she goes to the bathroom. She's powdering her nose, snorting cocaine, and they come out. And she's like, "Oh shit, feet don't fail me now." And she takes off. And then, <laughs> as luck would have it, name me a really good base dealer from baseball. Uh, Pete Rose. So Pete Rose, Charlie Hustle, flies out of nowhere with a bat and just hits her right across the shins. So she's about to escape. Dude, that scene was kind of awesome because, yeah, it, 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 it was weird. There's a collection of all kinds of chaos. And then it looked like she was just about to get over a hill and away. And that dude came out. He... It's like a guy stopping ground ball short, but he has to dive out and fully extend. But he's got that little... That little uh, police mallet thing that they use. What nightstick. Poli- nightstick. And he fucking clubs her Tanya Harding style right into her knee, and shatters she goes, it. She goes stumble, rolling right down the hill. Yeah. Ginty hears it, so he's run. Uh, there's, like a, there's, a, there's a mounted policeman happens to be there. This scene was fucked up. He's running faster than the <laughs> horse for a while there. And I was like, if Ginty, because they cut away to... Uh, to Caroline, I was like, "Oh my god!" If Ginty shows up first, I hate this movie forever because they're Seagal would have. They're in, yeah, for sure. They're insinuating that Ginty can run faster than a fucking horse. And while they're running, they are curb stomping the shit out of Caroline. Yeah, it's rough. And Ginty finally shows up. Much like Chuck, Ginty shows up when everything's already happened, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, I, I, wait, till I get a hold of you guys." I'll kick your ass. Of course, you the better co- run. The cop's like, oh, man, she's beating really badly. I don't like blood. I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, this can be a lot of paperwork. Peace out. I th- get her to a hospital. Bye. <laughs> and that's what they do. And we see they got a, a x-ray of her pelvis. Everything's smashed, destroyed. The, then Ginty's like, 
is this going to affect her hotness? You know, Doctor, you may have noticed my girlfriend. That's my girlfriend, Carolyn. She's uh, she's really hot. Muy caliente. Do you speak Spanish? It's muy caliente. Is this going to affect her? I've been hitting that puss pretty hard. And he's like, um, maybe, yes. Uh, she just got horribly assaulted. I yeah, know. but is she can be... she have sex still? Coitus? Is that the like, nomenclature? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I think uh, she has a shattered I think, pelvis. Do you I need to worry about other things right now? Um, if she's yeah. your girlfriend and you care for her, you know, maybe care about that. And he's like, oh, great. I'm going to have to probably take care of her. <sighs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead and call police uh, surveillance on this guy. So, guys, Caroline's paralyzed temporarily because she can wiggle her toes. We love. Yeah. She, it's Kill Bill style. You know, she's like yeah. she's her legs just have fallen asleep. And so John and BG, they take her home. They got the her apartment all. It says "Welcome home." She's got balloons. Dude, got John, a big cake. BG being like the human. You know, uh, BG did all that. Oh yeah, he and then John did. takes all credit for it. He did. Fuck John. <laughs> you are absolutely right. BG is the human. Like, I I think you watch Parks and Rec. He yeah. is Leslie Nope. He can He knows everybody's turn ons and turn offs. He knows how to. Like, appeal to people. He knows how to please them. He knows how to make them happy. John is the exact opposite. So John takes cool credit. BG, he lets it slide. He's just like, yeah, John, he came up with everything. He's like, don't worry. I saw that smile on her face. That's all I needed. Go ahead and take credit, John. Plow that ass. Don't worry about it, bro. And And Caroline... Well, she's just, she's just been paralyzed. All her, her whole life is about making it she, to Broadway yeah, to be a dancer. Yeah, she wants to be a fucking dancer, and now she doesn't have the use of her fucking She should have went legs. to Thailand, as we learned last year. That's where you can really become a... Last year? Last episode. Last, well, it felt like last year. <laughs> <laughs> Three days. And, uh, so it, it's obviously a hard time for Carolyn, so no problem here for me. Like she, She's gone. She's like, I need some time alone. I, 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 can you just let me... like? Yeah. Just I just it just happened yesterday. Like, can I fucking? Because he's like, well, why are you why are you happy? Look what I did for you. Yeah, and she's like, I need time alone. Fuck off. And then she goes to her room, slams the door. So John is just immediately. He's not like, I'm gonna stand by, make sure she's okay. No, he is. I'm gonna go to the nearest payphone to call BG to figure out where he's at to tell him to well, meet BG me at the was bar, there, wasn't he? What BG left? Oh, because after she stormed off in the room, BG's like, "Hey, I get it. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna leave." And and John was like, "Cool, that's cool." BG, hey, let me know if you guys need anything, Caroline, especially. So BG fucked off, but John immediately was looking for every excuse to leave because he's like, "I don't want to be with this handicapped yeah, chick." Like, yeah, when she. She said she can't have sex for at least two months. What yeah. the fuck? So John hits the payphone, calls up, figures out where BG's at. Meet me at Beer Free. I mean, Free Beer, <laughs> the bar. That'd be a cool bar name, Beer Free. Uh, so they meet there. John's like, hey, can you get me a couple mm-hmm. scotches on no rocks? Just yeah. straight scotch. Don't it, stop. It's on him. Don't stop. Don't, no, give me the bottle. Yeah. And yeah. he's talking it over. And... John, instead of discussing Caroline, which I thought they were going to talk about, John is like, what about me? My, I have needs as a man. He's like, 
I was in Vietnam. And BG's like, yeah, so was I. I have 300 confirmed kills. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but. I have a purple heart. Yeah, but. And he was just, yeah, but. And, like, BG was just Damn like. Damn it. I thought we were going to go back. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. Okay. And, yeah, like you said, he's making it all about himself. Yeah. It's like. You know, if Caroline. No. She's okay. But me. What am I going to do? BG. You, I mean, you were going to help me with my car. Not good enough. <laughs> I need more, BG. Give me 100 bucks, please. <laughs> He's like, I got to kill somebody. I just, I have to kill somebody. So he just hits the streets. He hits that police scanner. He hears, the, he sees the bat signal. He's like, okay, there's an alleyway. There's some, whenever there's an alleyway, there's got to be some crime going down. He stumbles upon a murder by one of X's gang members. Yeah. We're just pulling the knife out of the body. That's right. It was a real... Yeah. And they're like, you know, the best thing I like is when they beg for their life. <laughs> that look on their face when they're saying, ah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, this motherfucker. And they turn around, and then it's fucking, you know, it's, it's an actor playing the exterminator. So we said all the role, all the action scenes are played by stunt double, and he torches the bad guys. And he, I think, I'm going to say orgasms, too. That's the only way he can get off. I mean, well, that's, uh, mm, uh, I was going to say, that's a healthy alternative instead of taking it out on Caroline, but no, it's kind of, it's kind of. Well, they were asking for it. They just murdered somebody else. It's true. It's true. And so, it, but it, it gets, it, it gets him back down. It, yeah. It gets to the point where he can deal with Caroline and her bullshit again. That is his, that is his transcendental meditation. He yeah. calms down. He's centered with himself again. He's like, I have been horrible to Caroline. I need to go help her. She's going through a tough time. I don't time. think he thought that. I think he was just like, I can put up with No, he shit. absolutely did. You saw it in his droopy eyes. You were like, oh, wow, he actually realizes he was a total fucking shit. And he's got to fix himself. So he goes back to Carolyn's place. And he's got her. He's, she's in her nightgown. And he's got her legs up in the air. And you're like, oh, God, what are you doing? Are you trying to convince her it's okay to have? <laughs> no, he's helping her do leg exercises. Right. Getting that feeling back in your legs. Yeah. It well, is tough. You know, and she's frustrated because he's like, why can't you walk? And she's like, this is the first time I've had physical therapy. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, it's going to take time. How much? <laughs> and she's like, I can't. I'm never going to walk. She just finally breaks now. I'm never walking again. And finally, when she loses her cool, he's like, hey. Be patient. Come <laughs> yeah, on. This, with you. this kind of thing takes time. We'll plow it like in a week. Like, we'll get these leg exercises through. And, you know, and she's, she's, like, like, she's having none of it. She's finally catching on to what John's about, I yeah. think. Can I put you in your... No. Leave me on the floor and get the fuck out. And move that scotch bottle a little closer. I'm going to black out. I hate you. Get out of here. So when he's, as he's walking out, BG just happens. He's got, like, he's got a, a key. He just made, like, a casserole for her. Yeah. And BG and, God, and John's BG. like, I'll take that. He's like, what is that? You know, he's like, well, it's tuna noodle. And he's like, it's my favorite. And well, it was for Caroline. Hey, let's go back to the free beer bar. Yeah. I got unwind. I got unwind, man. So they get in the truck, and then he spills his guts to BG. He's like, look, it's all about me, 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 me. We have to start killing people. We have to pay these fuckers back who crippled Caroline. And. BG, he'll, he'll do anything for a friend. Dude, he is, uh, like, that movie, Yes, with Jim Carrey or whatever, he is that character. He is just like, yes, 
I want to help you get your revenge. I have an arsenal, and we're going to go get it. As every vet has. You know. So they head over to abandoned factories everywhere yeah. at this point in Brooklyn. Yeah, NAF, thanks, NAFTA. Yeah, great job. So they head into one. They have, like, all the electronics still work perfectly fine. They have, like, this giant motorized thing that, like, lifts up, and he pulls out a briefcase from underneath. Gun, ammo, grenades. There's, like, a bazooka. There's, like, everything you need to kill a gang. And he's like, let's do this, partner. Yeah. So they do soup up the the old truck a little bit. Do they soup it up at this point? They put... Uh, plow on the front. Yeah, yeah, they put the plow on front. And they head out to take it to the streets. They go back to the park because that's where you, if you're looking for these guys, you know, that's where you go. I'm surprised they didn't go to the docks, but, you know. Well, that's later. I I just realized. (laughs) And so they see, hey, I recognize that fuck. It's those guys. Just luck would have it. So, BG, I got a plan. Just leave me here and then they do that they do the whispering thing so we don't know what the plan is going to be so you see BG's walking up and these guys are just finishing off some more perps and they're, they're perps victims victims good yeah. call and they're under you know like a bridge or whatever so they're they're walking it away the, the chili peppers they killed what's that it was the chili peppers they killed under yeah. the bridge see I see what you did there yeah, that's yeah, good one right over you Good one. You're, you were under the bridge for that I, joke. I was under the bridge for that joke. <laughs> it took me a, a lot. Okay. It took me a lot. Okay. So basically what happens here is BG starts fucking with their minds. He's just like, hey, have you ever seen a human cut in half? Well, yeah. Oh. Well, look behind you. And sure enough, a fucking garbage truck's coming at them. And the two hop out and they... They have a little bit of a melee, don't they? I don't remember the scene. I just remember there's a there's a fight scene. Yeah. BG and John are kicking ass. They're just kicking names, ass. Yeah. And they capture Giggler. All the other guys get away, but they yeah. capture Giggler. I I like this next scene because they because Giggler he needs an ass beating. They torture the fuck out of well, this. Well, they guy. bring him up to the ga- the the garbage can- uh, truck. Truck. And they make they make him first. They make him walk like a dog. They're like, you know, walk like a dog. They got a gun on him, and he's yep. like, "Hey, man, I didn't do anything." The classic fucking scumbag move. And then Ginty commences this bitch slap the fuck out of this guy. He's like, "You're crazy! I'm fucking mad, motherfucker! I'm <laughs> mad to the max!" And he just see what max. I did there. And he just starts slapping the shit out of this dude. Like I look like real too. And then there's. It, they open. There's a little door on the side of the, the trash, the truck. I guess in case you have to get something like stuck or something out, you know, if you got to get in there. Oh, yeah. Maybe they throw him in there. Or something. They yeah. throw him in there, and then he's like, "BG, you know what to do. Time yeah. to take out the trash." And they just start compacting the trash while he's in there. And they're like, "Cause he's like, I don't know anything. I don't know anybody." Shit's and then imme- on immediately him. Yeah. he just fucking sells out everybody, and he tells them that Pier Three, Brooklyn. Because nothing good happened Dead at the piers, guys. Yeah. That's where it's our hideout is. close enough to the water. And they're like, all right. And I love it. They just leave him in there. They don't yep. even let him go. They're like, you're going to stay in there, you fucking piece of trash. 
So we got to check on on X, who is finalizing his deal. Well, I guess he's finalizing the, but they're working out like the well, big the, transaction. Yeah, this is finally where the exchange is going to. Yeah, happen. the big money to drug, like the deposit's been taken, the sample's been approved. Of. You got the duffel bag full of money. You got the duffel bag full of H. So they're doing this, of course, at another. Well, it's it's on the pier, but it's like another abandoned warehouse on the pier. Yeah. And uh, just as they put everything down, of course, a fucking garbage truck runs through the well, I fucking love, wall. Dude, I love how the mob, their mode, mode of uh, transportation was a hearse, and they had, like a, they, had a, they had a coffin with the heroin in it. Nice. And they hand off there, and they make the they trade trade it off. And like you said, BG and our man John burst in. And just start spraying bullets everywhere. Skater reaches for the bag of drugs and gets shot right in the head. Immediately. So Skater, rest in peace, my friend. Well, everybody practically gets shot except yeah. for a handful of guys. And unfortunately, BG gets shot, Griff. Well, they were driving around. Well, in I the love truck. this. Like this is another what piece of shit John is. BG, you need to get that money. No, that's not what happened at all. Yes, he tells BG to get out no. and get the fucking money. I'm sorry. Not at all. BG was like, I got to get that bag. And John was like, no, stay in the fucking truck. Uh, no, I, I saw it all totally differently. You, you saw it completely differently, but you're wrong. Well, uh, just like there were two kicks when there were three from the last episode. No, there was only two. Uh, so BG jumped out to get the bag and then tried to jump back in. X notices this. And at this point, X has gone crazy. He's on his four-wheeler. X is going to give it to you. Flying around. He's got, like, the neon spray paint. So you just see that X coming out of the darkness. He's got a little Uzi on him. And he fucking just pellets poor BG with bullets. And it's going to be a rip, huh? What? It's going to be a rip. It's going to kill him. R.I.P. Okay. Okay. He really killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah, I don't... Okay. (laughs) So, we get the scene where he, like, closes BG's eyes. He goes, why me? And does he... He runs back to Caroline. So, he's like, oh, my God, one bad thing's happened. And then he's like, God, and I have my girlfriend, my hot dancer girlfriend who's half my age, who's fucking hot. I'm going to bang her again? I want to point out this scene was done in post. Robert Ginty, there was a stunt double, well, body double for this scene, too. This scene was added later, as we'll tell you. And you'll, it'll be important to what we tell you what the real ending was, original ending was, because he runs to his girlfriend. She's naked, dead on her bed with an X painted across her bag. So yes. we're assuming she got raped and murdered. Yes. And he's like, why me? And then... He's like, who's going to pay get for my scotch? Yeah. So now we got to have an A-team scene. He's like, fuck everything. Heads over to another abandoned warehouse where they happen to have a bunch of shit that he can attach to that garbage truck. And he is just enhancing well, we, everything. We know, we know because he wears a welder's mask. He's a welder. He's yeah. trained apparently in welding. So he does a good job souping up the B.A. Baracus style. Yeah. And while the whole time this is going on, the guy's still in the garbage truck. Yeah, Giggler's like, still hanging it's out. It's been like a week. He's eating the trash because yeah. he's been in there for a week. Yeah. And then he's got the, the truck souped up. 
everything's everything's set in place. So he's like, final piece of the puzzle. He makes sure to like let the giggler know that he's, he's unlocked that little hatch, and then he just leaves. He places his flamethrower right out in the open, so you can yep. see it. And then he goes and hides and watches. Giggler gets out, sees that flamethrower. He's like, holy shit, that's the guy that torched Spider. And then he just runs back to X. So now we're watching poor Giggler run back to X. X, X, X goes underground and everything. It's a cool hideout and everything. I love a lot of the sets here, especially for X. And he's telling them, I know everything. I know everything. He's like, yeah, but I think he spilled everything. What are you talking about? The pier? Hello? It's like, what do you mean? I didn't tell anybody about it. Yeah, you told He's like, where were you it. when the deal went down? You were supposed to be there. Well, yeah. I, I was looking for you. You know, He's like, they had me. I was looking for you. I'm sorry. No. 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 And uh, so X he, sees he, through all this bullshit. He, he, gives, them the, he gives them details. Because yeah. first, X waits to get the news. Well, because he tell he knows that X is on to him. So he's like, "That guy's the exterminator, man." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Yeah, I saw the flamethrower and yep. everything." And he's like, "All right, you've you've earned my respect. You're back in the gang. We're cool." And like, thank God, and he turns his back on X. Have you seen this guillotine I set up recently? Like the chest pad for is really comfortable. Why don't you go check it out? And then while he's looking at the guillotine. He swerves him, and he puts him in a chokehold and snaps his neck immediately. Ah, man. You thought he was going to get his head chopped off, and instead he gets choked out. Fucking Glastonbury style. And so this is it, guys, for all the marbles. The final fucking fight. A random garage. Was there a reason for this garage? I I don't remember. I don't even know. Why were they meet? Like, did I they have, agree to meet up here? Or, I have or was this, no idea. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say, because we both don't know or care, that it was just another hideout of X's that uh, Ginty knew about. So Ginty burst, or no, Ginty, it's the opposite. I don't, I don't know how, how this happens, but it's Ginty set up the whole place, so it's his place, his because he oh, set these traps. So you think may yeah, that makes more sense actually. That oh, what it was now, Giggler I, gave it away. Exactly, you're right. And so they were like, okay, we got the jump on him now. Right, that's it. That's exactly what happened. So they show up, and much like uh, WWE, they'll have those matches where they'll have the belt up on, like, above the ring. Yes. He Hell has yeah. the duffel bag full of heroin on this, like, hook in the middle of the uh, warehouse. And so they show up, and their guy's about to go get the bag, and then it just fucking explodes. And uh, they're like... Did it explode at that point? Yes, it did explode. There's a lot of explosions. Okay, I was one. like, there's so many explosions here. And so, I don't know. I don't remember. I think it ex- did it explode in the air. It either, I think it exploded in the air or it exploded on the ground. No, it know. exploded on the ground later because okay. it's part of the... Okay, so that blows up one of the henches. And then Ginty shows up. Stunt double with the fucking helmet on, and he just starts like shooting at. He's him. in the truck. He's still in the. Tr- oh, you're right. Because and he starts he, gunning people I can't down. I totally forgot it. about the whole. We were about, talked about the A teaming of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He he's got little like fire, sh- you know, spots out of the truck, a little turret set up, and everything. He's gunning people down. Hatches open, guns pop out. to yeah. start shooting. He's got a fucking rocket launcher. He like chases them all off, and then he finally gets out and finds some higher ground. Right. And there's these five people who are just cord- just 
congregating, just talking, having a good time. Like, man, we're going to catch that piece of shit. We're going to kill him. And there's this claw just kind of meandering through. But thankfully, they, they're right where he needs them to be. Yep. They stop. They go, this is the best place to stop and talk. Yeah. And the crane that's holding the barrel of gasoline. Yep. Drops it on them. They're like, oh man, what is this? Smells like scotch. Guys, what is this? this is gross. And then Ginty shows up, Ginty's on double, with the flamethrower, sets him on fire. He just throws a fucking cigarette at him. He doesn't even use the flamethrower at this point. Why aren't they using the flamethrower? I don't even it's know. Like, it's on the cover. I thought this movie was about a guy who used the flamethrower. I thought it was too. So they're, they're all incinerated. The, it's all just, the henches are done. It's just X. An X Terminator. Yeah. And they... They're playing chicken with each other. They're shooting. It's, they're it's like 10 minutes of cat and mouse bullshit. It's just... Ginty gets shot in the leg. Yeah. But he gets away. And he goes up to higher ground. And this one... Okay. So this guy killed his brother. He's got a vendetta. He ruined his business. Yet he's... He's, he's like cool enough that even though he's 10 feet behind Ginty, he won't shoot him. He's like, no... We're going to have it out like men. Yeah, I got to get in there. I'm going like, to give it to them. So they literally, guys, it's 10 minutes of him just chasing each other through this where, abandoned warehouse. It's horrible. And then... Finds, he, he's like tracking uh, uh, X, the villain, is tracking his blood, and it's going up the staircase. So he grabs the blood. I thought he was about to lick it. I did too. Or and, like rub it in his fingers. Yeah, he puts on like war paint with it. And then he heads up, and there's this balcony. I thought X was get or it was like uh, a catwalk. Me. Yeah, catwalk. Thank you. And I thought X exterminator was going to be up there, and they were going to like fisticuffs or something. Yeah, but Ginty can't do that. No, it's just the briefcase, or not briefcase, but the duffel bag. Duffel bag. So X is just oh, good. I'm going to take my duffel bag, but once I get it, I'm still coming to kill you. Opens up the duffel bag. We know we opens it, and there's dog tags. BG's dog tags. Yeah. To let you know, this is for BG. Opens it up. It just explodes. It was, like, set to go. Yeah. I'm assuming, like, they're, like, the grenade pins were, like, connected uh, to the zipper. I don't sure. know. Blows it up, and then we just see Ginty walk away with that shitty fucking music playing. <laughs> You have to take a piss because you're jumping around. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll take a piss, and I will explain what the real original ending to Exterminator 2 was, which I think was better. So originally, Caroline does not get killed. What happens is, when it gets down to just Ginty and X, X is just about to kill Ginty, and Caroline shows up in her wheelchair and shoots X, wounding him. While this is going on, we can hear the police sirens coming on. So Ginty grabs X, throws him in that little hatch in the garbage truck, takes off with the cops in pursuit. Then, since we're on the pier, he decides to crash the garbage truck off the pier with X trapped inside the garbage truck. I guess he leaps away. The garbage truck goes off the pier, and then we see X's body float up dead. I don't know why they changed that, but that was the original ending to this movie. And I guess Ginty was super pissed off that they changed it to the ending that we got. 
I'd agree with that. I really like the sound of that ending, aside from this super anticlimactic 10 minutes of walking around an abandoned building. And then 10 minutes of him walking away. Yeah. Not even a confrontational explosion, just here's a trap. I think it's because you always want to set up another sequel, so they didn't want him to have that happy ending with Caroline. So maybe that was why they did it. We'll we'll never know. It's lost to the sands of time. Exactly. But hey, there you go, guys. That is uh, Exterminator 2 for you. You wanted it, we gave it to you. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, you taught me that Ginty really is as bad as Murray always thought he was. Yeah. Uh, it's still a fun movie, but mostly because of BG. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, thanks, guys, uh, once again. This, like I said, we're not going to probably do this again unless we get r- really giddy. Yeah, and uh, it could happen. But. Yeah, well, no, this what uh, we're gonna do another like one of these like vote, uh, listener choice things again. Sometimes yeah, we're talking we had some fun there. Two in a week, though. No, not two in a week, but we'll do it again. Maybe on Thanksgiving to give thanks for our fans. We'll do we'll it see. again. So thanks for that. And hey, if you guys want to return the favor, I would like to see some reviews for our podcast if that's possible because word of mouth is how we get this out and i get it griff the reason why people don't want to share us because they we're we're like their favorite punk rock band and they're worried we're gonna pull out a, a metallica black album all of a sudden if we get popular yeah that's not gonna happen we're no. always gonna stay true to who we are no more bass but me being the narcissist i am i want more people listening to us and word of mouth is how you do it so if you can do that that'd be cool if not who cares so, Griff, from one from a shitty hero to a great hero. Yeah. We just learned I sometimes I'm like, should we quit doing this podcast because every every time we do it, like another hero dies. We lose another. We lost Drago. Yeah. We lost fucking Rucker Howard, Griff. Yeah, it's the nature of the business though. It's like when you're delving into the past. Well, and that's why happen. we're here to keep it alive. So we gotta we gotta make sure that torch burns a little brighter. Yes, because we love to pay tribute to our fallen heroes, and we actually had because you know we love our theme months. We had a theme set up for August. It's gonna be postponed for a week because we gotta fucking honor Rucker Howard. Great, we love him in Blade Runner. But the movie I picked out this is a movie I actually saw in the theaters. And okay, I think, judging by the box office, I was the only person who saw it in the theaters. Okay, but. It's one of the weirdest fucking movies. It's I I explained the the plot to you. You were like, "Fuck, that sounds interesting." Yeah. The movie's called Blood of Heroes, aka Salute to the Juggers. Post-apocalyptic rugby game basically. It's fucking it's weird as that sounds. God, that sounds so good. So, we're going to do that next week and Griff and I are on our way to lovely Redford to go to the Redford Theater to see Enter hey, uh, the Dragon on oh. the big screen tonight. So, we'll be doing that and we'll always be keeping it warm. Thank God for Yacht Rock Sean. He paid for that movie to be shown there. He dropped he dropped a pony on that one. He dropped it like it was hot. He sponsored it. Thank you Yacht Rock Sean. Thank you. And I can't wait to see you there tonight. I can you do, can you imagine what he's going to be wearing? Is he going to be wearing any clothes? I don't know. I think he's going to be wearing the yellow outfit. Yellow tracksuit? Yeah, the yellow tracksuit. That's going to be awesome. Could be. That's going to be good. I can't wait. Neither but, can uh, I. Yeah, I also can't wait for next Wednesday when we fucking review. Review, episode, record, whatever. Blood of Heroes. Blood can't of wait. Heroes. Rucker Howard, R.I.P. All right.
Bye bye. A Golden Globus production. Another good one from Canon. It's true.